Hey there, all my fantastic fanatics. This is your man, Dr. Usher, coming at you live with an interesting, fantastic word of instruction for you who are Christians serving in the public school systems around the world, because this is not just an issue that Christians are going to face in America. This is going to be an issue that Christians are going to face around the world. So what I'm going to help you to work through is how should Christians working in public schools respond to a transgender student without violating your faith? How are you, as a Christian, how are you supposed to respond as a Christian? How are you, as a Christian, supposed to respond to a transgender student without violating the tenets of your faith because let me let you guys know right now we are Christians we follow God's law man has his laws but God has his laws man's laws are here but God's laws are here and God's laws take supremacy in the lives of every Christian so there are some things we got to understand about God's law and one of the things we got to understand about God's law is lying. What does the Bible say about lying? Because for us to call something, someone something that they're not is a lie. Well, what are you talking about, Ralph? Okay, let me get real. For you as a Christian to call a transgender person who was born a boy and referred to him as a her or a girl, you're lying. You're violating God's law. If you have a transgender student who was born a girl, and you call this girl a he, and refer to her as a he, you are lying. That's just what it is. You cannot call something the opposite of what God says it is. If God made this person biologically through DNA and every other scientific method and natural method and supernatural method made this person a boy, then it's a boy. If he made her a girl, then it's a girl. And who are we as Christians to lie to appease someone else? This is what the Bible says in First. Um, Let's go to Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. It says, but as for the cowardly, because if you are uh, what we call, what we say, uh, tiptoeing through the tulips and, and bending your knee to calling these boys a girl and these girls are boys, and you're, you're, and you're doing this because you're afraid you might get reprimanded or you might lose your job, Revelation chapter 21, 8 is for you. Where it says, but as for the cowardly, because you're a coward, the faithless, because you're faithless, because you're not trusting, putting your faith in Jesus Christ to provide for the needs of you and your family. You're using the job as your source, and you need to recognize that God is your source, not anything else but God. Because of that, I'm calling you faithless, so you fit right in here with Revelation chapter 21, 8. But the faithless, the detestable, as for the murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and guess what? All liars. 
Their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Liars will have their place in the lake of fire. Well, Ramsey, I'm supposed to be a Christian. Well, start behaving like one because now I'm starting to think that you're a false believer. All because you profess to be a Christian doesn't make you a Christian. Just like me saying that I'm a car doesn't make me a car. All because I sleep in a garage does not make me a Ford Escort. Okay, well, maybe it's, I think I'll a Ford Explorer now, whatever you call it now. Doesn't make me a car. I sleep in a doghouse doesn't make me a dog. All because I want to wear pink doesn't make me a girl. And all because I want to shave my head doesn't make me a boy. Well, I am a boy, but I'm just saying if I was a girl, born a girl, and I shave my head and try to look like a boy, doesn't make me a boy because my DNA says what? I would be a girl. But I was born a boy, so I'm a boy. So I am a boy. <laughs> I know it gets kind of confusing, doesn't it? But let's keep going. Because you got to understand something. If you are proclaiming to be a Christian and professing to be a person of faith, but yet you're not walking in obedience to the word of God, then my dear friend, you might be a false believer. All because you went down the aisle and said a prayer doesn't make you a believer. What makes you a believer is when the Holy Spirit comes inside of you, does a work inside of you, and changes you from the inside out. Now, I'm not saying you got to do works, but there's going to be some evidence of your faith, and that evidence is you obeying the word of God. You cannot separate being a Christian from obeying God's word. Look, Satan obeys God's word, but does that make him a Christian? Whenever God says do something, Satan has no choice but to do it. But does that make him a believer? Yeah, he believes in God, but is he saved? Yes, remember the Bible says Satan believes in God because he's seen God. Satan obeyed God. He obeys God when God says, hey, Satan, get out. Satan has to go. But that doesn't make him a believer, a follower of Christ. He believes because he's seen it, but he's not a follower. He's not, he's not obedient to the cross that, we, that like we're supposed to be. And what I'm trying to say is this. All because you believe, that's good. Satan believes. All because you're, you're listening to other things like preaching and all that stuff. Yeah, Satan listens to preaching too. But what makes you a, a true follower of Christ is when you obey God's word wholeheartedly and you don't rebel against him like Satan does. But let's go because there is something else at play here that you guys need to see and it's found in 1 Timothy chapter 4. And we're going to go through uh, verse 4. And it says, listen to this people, listen to this. Is, this is very, very interesting. It says, now the spirit expressly says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful or deceiving spirits. Deceitful or deceiving spirits. Meaning that there's going to be demons whose primary purpose is to be deceitful and to deceive. And the teaching of demons through the insincerity of liars whose consciousnesses, conscious, consciousness, I can't say the word now. Conscious. You know what I'm trying to say. Consciousness. Conscious is seared. I can't believe I got tied up on that word. Oh, my God. But anyway, the conscious is seared. And what's, what this is saying is that there are going to be people 
who are going to fall into this deception by deceiving you. Well, my, my boss, who's the principal, says that, you know, I, I should do this. But did he say you have to do it? Did he say it's the law, you must do it or you get fired? Well, well, I, you know, I don't want to push that envelope. Look, people, through the insincerity of liars, those liars, their conscience has been seared. They might be, they may seem sincere, but their conscience is seared like a, like melted, like, ugh, where they can't even sense the presence of God anymore. They don't even know what the truth is anymore, but yet they get you believing, oh, well, you know, Sally or Johnny, you know, he, she, sorry, he, she might be sincere because look, look at poor little Sally whose name is, you know, supposed to be Corey or really people. This confusion is demonic and is of the devil. And you need to stand up and not give in to it. Well, real? I'm afraid I'm going to lose my job. What am I supposed to do? Okay, listen. I'm going to give you a solution. And this is the best solution that I can give you on how to respond to your transgender students. If you're a Christian and you're a teacher or you work in a public school, this is how you should respond to your transgender student. Rather than calling them something that you know that they're not, which would violate the tenets of your faith by forcing you to lie, and we know that all liars have their place in the lake of fire, what you should do is just simply call that transgender individual by their last name. Don't add no pronouns to it. Don't add no Mr. or Mrs. You just call them by their last name. Just like the military. My last name is Usher. When I was in the military, all they did was call me Usher. Usher, move. Usher this. Usher that. Your last name might be Jones. You know, Jones this, Jones that. Your student might, last name might, their last name might be uh, Baba Jimmy. Then you call them Baba Jimmy. Don't you call them by their first name or their preferred first name or their preferred pronoun or what anything that tries to identify them as something that they're not. Just simply call them by their last name. That is not illegal. That is well within your rights, and that's what you should do. Any questions? This solves that problem. Now, if you continue to want to capitulate and lie, your salvation is at risk. Because think about this, people. Now, listen, I'm not coming against once saved, always saved. I'm not coming against those who believe in eternal security. What I am going to state is this. Whatever denominational theological loopholes you done found, there's one thing you got to remember is that there is a such thing as false believers. And during times like this is when false believers are revealed. And this is one of those tests to show whether you are a true believer and follower of Christ or not. Hey, you ain't got to prove it to me because God knows. He sees your heart. He knows what's going on in there. And if, he, and if you're responding to this message as as a rebellious person would, like, well, I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to do the way I want to do it. Then fine. You see the word of God. Now it's between you and God. You and God. Y'all going to have to deal with Revelations, what, chapter 21, 8, and 1 Timothy 4, 4. That's on you now. Because I've given you a way to not violate God's law, not violate the tenets of your faith, and, uh, and, and respectfully respect this individual's rights to be a person in the United States or wherever country you're in.
by just referring to them uh, by their last name. How much more simple can I get? So, now that I've solved that problem, come at me with another one, why don't you? <laughs> That's what I'm here for. This is Dr. Usher saying, hey, thank you for listening to this helpful advice. And remember to do as much good as you can while you can. The best good that you can do right now is stop lying, speak the truth, and if you're afraid to stand up for the truth, then come on, people. What are you good for? We're the light of the world. You know? So I've given you the truth. I've given you the answer. And that's up to you. James 1.22. Just do it. Peace. I'll see y'all later.